Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, May the 3rd. And uh, bummer. Bummer of a weekend. Bummer of a start to May for the Philadelphia Phillies. It started out well. It didn't end well. It ended in gut-wrenching fashion in a multitude of ways. Just a awful, awful, awful Sunday night baseball. I mean, oh my God, what a horrible loss! Like the worst of the season so far. I think unquestionably the way they lost the combination of dumb baseball, horrible managerial decisions, and gut wrenching replay decisions at the end. We'll dive into it all, but just um, a horrible way to end the weekend. Um, a weekend that, you know, really back-to-back days of, of really frustrating losses. A Saturday loss that, that you know, the umpires make one of the all-time, all-time, all-time worst calls you'll ever see. In literally my life watching baseball, we'll obviously dive into that as well. And then, um, you know, and then you give up the, the homer in the ninth, the narrowest homer to Conferto. And then yesterday, as I said, just the worst loss of the season with the dumb, dumb baseball. And then actually the the hope renewed at the end and then just ripped away. Uh, it was, again, I, I, can't, I can't sugarcoat any of it. It was a bad weekend of baseball. And this Phillies defense is, oh my God, what a horrible defensive team the Phillies are. Just a... High level bad defensive team, you know. One of the worst defensive teams I've ever seen from a Philadelphia Phillies baseball team. I mean, they're inept at times out there, and obviously, we're literally inept last night in that that little league play that you know we will see that clip for the whole season of of Rees just not paying attention and softly throwing the ball to Maton as Jonathan VR just, you know, scampers home while no one's paying attention. It was it was horrible. It was horrible. And that led to the fault lines opening and the you know, and then they uh just just what a what a what a crappy, crappy night of baseball. Like what a horrible way to spend my Sunday night. I'm sure every single Phillies fan felt that way. Um awful. Awful, 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 an awful weekend for the Phils. Phils now, uh, their streak of uh, six and six, seven and seven, eight and eight, nine, nine, ten, ten, eleven, eleven, twelve and twelve, stopped. <laughs> it's over, as they have now 
lost two games in a row. It is ended. It's over. It's a shame. It's now the Phillies 13 and 15. So they didn't get to 13 and 13 with that streak. But um, just, a, again, a real a real bummer. We started with a bang. Um, let's dive into We'll go game by game and all the issues that, that present themselves, obviously. Uh, but it started with a bang on, on Friday night. As you go into this one thinking, all right, this one we definitely have no chance in. This is the uh, Chase Anderson versus Marcus Stroman game. And not only did the Phillies have a chance in it, they won it. And Stroman was good. Stroman only goes five, but only gives up two runs unearned. So the, the Phillies score their two runs on a wild pitch. Chase Anderson, ironically enough, at the plate, strikes out. And uh, the ball gets away. And, and two runs are able to score. It was unbelievable to watch. And the Phillies take a 2 nothing lead. And Chase Anderson brings it Anderson was great Anderson goes five innings only gives up one run six strikeouts two walks five hits and then the bullpen the bullpen gets it up done Jojo Romero Brandon Kinsler Jose Alvarado will get back to that and, and Sam Coonrod all pitch clean innings as the Phillies get the win the save for Coonrod there as the Phillies win it two to one a, a really nice win especially with a, a mash unit starting lineup for the Phillies this was their starting lineup on Friday night against the Mets that they won with Andrew McCutcheon, Matt Joyce, Reese Hoskins, Brad Miller, Alec Bohm, Nick Maton, Andrew Knapp, Odubo Herrera. That's a that's a JV lineup right there. No Harvard, no Romuto, no Didi. I mean, that's that's it's tough. It's a tough lineup. And the Phillies found a way to win that game. And not only that, when Alvarado comes in, gets into a bit of a tiff with Dominic Smith after striking him out. Alvarado does his, you know stop talking thing with his hand and Dom Smith took some offense to it. And then Alvarado throws his glove off and you know, Dom Smith throws his helmet off and all of a sudden the benches are clearing. And it felt like it was actually going to be a brawl. It didn't end up being a, a brawl brawl as um, teammates and, and coaches were able to pull Alvarado and Dom Smith backs. So they weren't going after each other and no one else really got into it from a physical perspective, but it was a benches clearer. Um, Alvarado has been given a three game suspension, which is ridiculous. I don't think he did anything more than Dom Smith. They're saying he incited it. It's so ridiculous, but he's appealing it. We'll see what happens regardless. Um, a couple thoughts, you know, it was fun to see, you know, uh, old school kind of baseball benches clear. It wasn't a brawl and that's fine. You know, I don't need to see anyone get hurt or punched, but, um, you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit with the Phillies and Braves with the Acuna stuff and the the kind of games they've played this season. And then um, certainly with this Mets team, we, we saw it obviously the last time Alvarado pitched against him with the plunking of Conforto and then Dom Smith talking from the dugout. And he did the first time he did the, you know, you stay quiet thing. And, uh, and then, you know, for it to happen there, I think uh, one fun thing, to just kind of be hammered home from the weekend. Obviously, again, not a fun weekend, but I do think the Phillies-Mets rivalry feels relevant again and back. It definitely feels like these teams don't like each other. It feels like they want to beat each other, um, and that's fun. You know, that's that's one of the things that makes sports fun is the um, rivalries and the history and the, the hatred, the shared hatred that you have for that team and their fan base, as we do for Mets and Mets fans. Like, we hate them. I absolutely hate the Mets, you know? 
Obviously, I don't hate all their fans. I have Mets fans friends, but but sports hate. You know what I'm saying? Not literal hate, but sports hate. Um, and uh, it definitely seems like that rivalry has kind of been renewed with the, the benches clearing and the kind of feistiness between Smith and Alvarado. So, um, look, uh, still a fair amount of games against the Mets left this season. So um, it'll be fun to see how that rivalry kind of um, pushes uh, pushes forward. Though they have played already a, a good amount against them, uh, more than half. But um, it'll be fun to watch that rivalry kind of develop the rest of the season. All right, on to game two. Let the, the goods out of the way. Again, a really nice win on Friday. That's what made the rest of the weekend especially that much more frustrating is that 5-4 win on – or excuse me, that 2-1 win on Friday was a, a gutsy win with good pitching from, from your five-starter and good pitching from the bullpen and a, a lineup that did nothing and you won the game. They won because they scored two runs on a wild pitch. Like, come on, you win a game like that, that's a, a, a gift, a gift from heaven, a gift, you know, you have to, to follow up on that. And, and sadly, the Phillies didn't. Let's get into the Saturday game, which was less fun. And it, it was a game that felt like, you know, initially, oh, the, the Phillies are definitely going to lose this game. As they went down immediately, it felt like in the the blink of an eye, the New York Mets put up a four spot in the first inning, four to nothing, and, and uh, you know, kind of... Uh, Zach Wheeler, um, who really pulled it together after that, ends only giving up those four runs, pitches seven innings. You know, considering was was a nice outing, other than one inning, six six runs, uh, six strikeouts, only one walk was 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 really good. Other than that one inning, that one inning was a four run inning that set them down, and it was so frustrating because the Phillies battled. Man, they battled back. They scored two in the second, uh, an Andrew Knapp ground out, a Zach Wheeler single. Wheeler continues to. Help his cause, Zach Wheeler. I think making a good case to be the Phillies starting center fielder, batting two fourteen on the season. That is light years better than the production we've got from center field. Um, and then the Phillies uh, score two more in the sixth to tie it up. A Alec Boehm homer makes it four to four, and then um, that's when they kind of really got screwed. I mean, in all honesty, uh, the the next inning, uh, the Phillies. Um, Andrew McCutcheon, um, a grounder, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, going to second base uh, and the, uh, umpire said that he was out because he went out of the base path. Um, even though what happened was the, um, second baseman, uh, they weren't able to complete the transfer and get the out at second. They weren't able to tag the base. Um, so McCutcheon should have been safe. Like, he looked like it was going to be way out. You know, it was a clear out. Um, but they weren't able to, to – it was a bad transfer, and he wasn't able to make the play. And McCutcheon ends up um, – should have been safe at second, and, and the throw was beat at first. And um, there were two outs, and it ended, ended the inning. And um, it was a horrible call. I mean, calling him out of the base pass there was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. I mean – it was, uh, again, one of the worst calls I've seen watching baseball in my life. I mean, it was it was an absolutely horrendous call and changed the course of the game. I mean, the Phillies might have scored there, and then it's a different ball game, you know? Um, it was a disastrous call, and, and these umps this season have been on display as the worst level of umping I have ever seen in my I'm 39 soon to be 40 and let's say I 
have cognizant memories of baseball from the time I was like six or seven years old. So 32 years or 33 years is going on of watching baseball. It's the worst it's ever been. These guys are horrible, horrible. We see horrendous calls night after night after night, and that's just watching the Phillies. You see all these clips online of, of calls in other games that are just disastrous as well. It is a a, a, a plague on this league right now, the umpiring. It, it is really hurting the product. I mean, I've never been a, a proponent of robot umps, but I'm I'm going that way. I mean, you see these balls and strike zones that, that are called by these umpires. I mean, it's it's laughable. It's laughable. I mean, all you want is consistency, and that's the last thing you get. I mean, these guys are all over the place. It's a They're doing a horrible job, and then on top of that, they're doing a horrible job in the calls on the field as well, again, to the point where we're seeing multiple things where it's, uh, you know, there was that uh, similar call of, of calling the um, the pitcher in the base runner's way, even though he's nowhere close to in that Brewers game that was one of the craziest calls I've ever seen. It's just been... It's been really bad, and I think it's a real issue. It's becoming an issue for Major League Baseball. It's watching. It's making the sport harder to watch. Um, we've seen multiple instances of it this season of, of umpires just getting things wrong and things not being overturned on replay, and sometimes you're the beneficiary of it and sometimes you're not, but it's not good for the sport. Uh, you know. So just a horrible call. Like a uh, Major League Baseball should be embarrassed. And we've had multiple instances of this. Again, I, I thought Major League Baseball should be embarrassed with their umpires' handling of the Genesis Cabrera situation. The fact that they let that guy keep pitching. The fact that they tossed Joe Girardi in that game was was laughable. It was embarrassing uh, for Major League Baseball. They should be embarrassed. And I think this was a similar type of case. We're seeing multiple, just watch Phillies games. We're seeing these umpire decisions that, that are... are um, you know, tragic in terms of the the game and the impact on him and the fact that that it just keeps happening is is really hurting the game. So um, that was a real bummer to see, and I, I do think it influenced the game. Ultimately, um, you know, you could also say if Hector Neris doesn't give up the home run to Michael Conforto in the ninth, the Phillies maybe win the game too. But it is what it is. Conforto um, just smokes one off Hector. And look, I know, <laughs> you know, there's the Hector haters out there. I get it. But the dude has a 2-1-3 era in the season. Um He's blown a couple, but he's also saved some too, and uh, I get it. Look, the Phillies don't have much better options. I think that's one of the things we haven't really given enough uh, time or talk to is that really since the, the first week and a half of the season, you know, that nice start, uh, the bullpen's been awful. It's been one of the worst in baseball on a pretty consistent basis. You know, there are certain guys who've been better than others, but on the whole, they've been terrible. And, you know, we'll get to David Hale when we talk about last night's game, but but um, that guy doesn't even belong on a major league team. I, I don't think there's any question about that. So um, it's been bad. The bullpen is a, is a real concern, a real concern for this team, and, uh, you know, a team with a lot of concerns. You know, as we always talk about, the depth is horrible. The um, reliance on, on top heaviness, on, on the high-end players, and, and just no depth behind it at any position. Center field, still a disaster. Hey, by the way, Odubo Herrera stinks. He's a horrible baseball player, and he's showing it every single night. That dude goes out and, and stinks. So what does that tell you? Might need a new center fielder. Phils, might be time to go get a center fielder. All right, uh, on to Sunday. A.K. the worst of the days, the worst of the weekend, the worst game of the season. Just a horror show on Sunday Night Baseball as um, Eflin pitched well. 
Um, got it out. Got no help from the defense. I mean, there were like three or four plays that, that weren't called errors. Somehow this game had no errors in it when I saw at least five watching it. I'm not even kidding. It's unbelievable how how, how the scoring has been. Um, but Evelyn got no help. Uh, I thought he pitched really well. Goes uh, only able to go six innings. You obviously want to see more than that. But got him out of some tight spots, um, and again, was was really let down by the defense. McCutcheon literally dropped the ball at the warning track. They called a hit. It made no sense. But uh, Eflin ultimately goes uh, six innings, only allows two runs, seven strikeouts, no walks. And I see ten hits, but again, a few of those were should have been errors. I thought Eflin was really good. Um, you like to see him go one more inning next time, but um, certainly not Eflin's fault. They lost this game. JoJo Romero was awesome coming in for an inning, and then... Uh, then it fell apart. Brandon Kinzer, Jose Alvarado, and David Hale. Um, and uh, it was, again, a really frustrating loss for for a number of reasons. First and foremost, they, they get up early. Andrew McCutcheon, a, a solo shot to start the game off. Boom, one nothing. Love that. Um, but then the Mets get the lead back 2-1. to one. We're kind of grinding along. Eflin's grinding along. We get to the sixth inning. Uh, runners on, on first and third and D. Bryce Harbor, by the way, she had some credit uh, leading off that inning. Uh, ultimately, um, it wasn't called an infield single. It, it should have been, in my mind, infield single. Um, I think they called it an error on uh, on Miguel Castro. Was, again, there were excuse me, there were three errors in this game. There should have been more. Um, I, I was looking at the uh, the last game for uh, the game prior, um, but three errors in this game. That one on Castro allowed uh, Harper to get on base, um, but it really Harper kind of forced the error. He was. So quick out of the box and running so hard, but uh, ultimately uh, gets on. Uh, and then uh, two runners on. Didi comes to play, and Didi's been in a big funk. Uh, just smokes one, rips it over the right field wall, deep shot. Um, three run score, four to two game. You're feeling good. You're like, oh, thank God. They're they're gonna they're gonna win this game. They're gonna win this game. And then along comes the eighth inning. The disastrous, disastrous eighth inning. First of all, Brandon Kinsler comes out, gives up a home run immediately, and Girardi. Look, you have to leave him in for three batters, uh, but it was clear Kinsler didn't have it. Kinsler ends up um, giving up uh, two runners and uh, a kind of a uh, – Reese Hoskins playing a ball in, uh, in short right field. Um, couldn't get to the ball. And uh, is kind of annoyed about it and and not paying attention and kind of softly throws it to Nick Maton. Meanwhile, Jonathan VR, who is standing at third base, had run to third base on that play, is looking at him and he's like, well, I'm just going to run home because no one's paying attention. Runs home, scores a run, tie game 4-4. Ultimately, Jose Alvarado would come in and walk in a run and then David Hale, of course, comes in and gives up a three-run base clearing double because David Hale stinks and shouldn't be on a roster. What a horrible sequence this was for the Philadelphia Phillies, especially that boneheaded play. It was one of the most embarrassing plays you will ever see from a baseball team, a professional baseball team. It was a little league play. That's literally what it was. It was the kind of thing you see from kids who aren't paying attention to what's happening in the game, um, not from Major League roster. Joe Girardi should be ashamed. Joe Girardi should be embarrassed. Joe Girardi should be flipping tables over in that locker room in that clubhouse tonight i don't think he will i don't think that's Girardi's style but he should be i mean that's the kind of thing you should be flipping tables over they ultimately obviously can't catch up and win the game and and that inning is the reason they lost uh that and the fact that as i was alluding to before the the pain 
of the loss was that Reese Hoskins hits a three-run homer in the ninth to tie it up. After Roman Quinn, by the way, drives in a run with a triple. Roman Quinn had a good night for Quinn. Um, and then uh, Hoskins threw on Homer, and you're like, yes, I can't believe it. We, we tied this game. This is unbelievable. Uh, and then they review it, and it and it turns out it hit the top of the fence, the top of the railing. It was not a home run. They gave him a double two-run score, and then Harper strikes out, and that's the end of the game. And it was gut-wrenching, as painful a loss as you can feel, just hor- horrifically horrible. Um, but, you know, they deserve to lose that game. They deserved. Their defense is atrocious again the worst defensive team in baseball the worst Phillies defensive team I can remember just horrifyingly bad defensively Joe Girardi has been I mean just flat out bad this season I've kind of you know said oh he's not doing a great job I'm disappointed in the job he's done that that's not strong enough he's done a bad job Joe Girardi has done has been a bad manager for the Philadelphia Phillies this year he has I mean his in-game decisions are mystifying. And and his allegiance to David Hale, who, again, shouldn't be on a major league roster, is even more mystifying. It's perplexing. It's befuddling. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand how anyone could want David Hale on their roster and, more than that, could trust him in big spots over and over and over again. Like, put anyone else out there. Uh, Matt Moore. Throw Matt Moore out there. I'm not even kidding. Like, what are we doing? This, uh, it's just, it's a, 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 a flawed team. And Joe Girardi has done such a bad job of managing around the edges. And then you add in the fact that they do stuff like they did last night with the incredible lack of attention, lack of focus on a baseball game. Like, are you ready to play at all? Like, how could that play possibly happen? Joe Girardi has to be taken to task for that. He has to be criticized for that. That's his job to have that guy, those guys ready to play every night, focused, locked in, not making mistakes like that, playing crisp, sharp defense. We haven't seen a lick of that. Like, bad night for Joe Girardi and a bad season for Joe Girardi, and he has to be called out for it again. That was embarrassing. It was an embarrassing display on national television, Sunday night baseball against a team that you're freaking tied with in the division who's super talented and everyone picked to beat you this year, and you and you do that kind of crap, you give them runs, you go soft. It was just a horrible showing, a horrible showing. And I think ultimately, while this team has a lot to blame, the defense, again, the bullpen has been horrible. The offense has not been clicking the way you need to, even though seven runs, you know, you should be able to win with that. But again, I think on a basic level, I think the, the biggest of it has to come back to Joe Girardi. He has... He has not at all won them games. And I don't think a manager wins you a bunch of games. I don't think a manager loses you a ton of games. But if if they are, Joe Girardi's losing you games more than he's winning them. He makes bad decisions. He has no feel for this team. These guys don't play with any fire, any passion, any attention to detail, any crispness, sharpness. Um, it's just, it's bad. It's bad. I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly disappointed with the job Joe Girardi's done. Incredibly. Gabe Kapler did a way better job when he was here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. I mean, Girardi's bad so far. It's early. He has a chance to turn around. But I've been incredibly disappointed. And I thought last night it was on full display, both his managerial decisions, his bullpen decisions, and then 
even more so the the way his team looked the the product that they put out there the type of baseball they played that has to be on Girardi it just it has to it has why else what else is there to put on him he's the manager of this baseball team and they make stupid boneheaded decisions and and play stupid baseball who's that on all right, looking ahead, uh, big week of baseball because the Phillies need to get back on track. Uh, now I've lost two in a row for the first time in a while. And again, another full week of baseball, not an off day until Monday of next week. Uh, four with the Brewers, three in Atlanta. So that's big. Four home against the Brewers is huge. The Brewers are beat up. You're missing their best starters. You'll get Woodruff, which stings because that dude's awesome. Um, but uh, Burns is hurt, which is helpful. They got a lot of guys hurt. Yelich is hurt, so... Um, at home, the Phillies need to take advantage here. They have to take advantage. They can't let this slip by. They have to beat the Brewers. Um, and then they go to Atlanta, and that's going to be tough. Um, so they got to win some games here. It's a big, big, big series, especially coming off that loss last night. They have to show up and, and, and show some heart t- tonight. I, you know, I mean, uh, you know, in the sense of, of, man, stop making these stupid mistakes. Stop playing bad baseball. It's infuriating, and it's not okay. All right. Um, back at it tonight. Hopefully they can get it done. Either way, we will certainly be back to talk about it tomorrow. Uh, again, tonight's uh, pitching matchup. Didn't even mention it. Uh, uh, I probably shouldn't. Vinny Velasquez on the hill against Adrian Hauser, who stinks too. So it's a matchup of stinky starters. So let's score some runs and maybe enough to win. All right. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. Until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.